0: everybody and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by a 120 Power Star rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 105 are open. But I'm in the mood of saying 100 still. It's getting me, I've got to get used <laughs> to saying 200. 200 is a lot, I don't know. Maybe we should just go back to 105. Those, yeah. those were good days. Yeah. We are so naive back then, Bryce. Erase the last 100 episodes. Just, Yeah, well, he may as well at this point. Oh, oh no. no.
1: Thanos. He's just like, <laughs> half <laughs> your podcasts are no! gone. All the, no. <laughs> all that banter <laughs> down the drain. It's like, there's any, is there anything else you'd like me to half? It's like, yeah, this loaf of bread, please. Ooh. Oh, yes. Now, now, now
0: I don't have to chuck out the other half. Thank God. Yeah, you can put a bit in the freezer and you can have fresh sandwiches with the other one. Fantastic. That's Fa- right. Yeah, yeah, is So useful. Good oh, bloke.
1: Oh my God. What a, what a champ. Mm.
0: But apart from that, Bryce, we're talking about Nintendo Switch finally receiving a Bluetooth headset support four years later. Hooray. Uh, Lego reveals a new Super Mario 64 buildable. And we get into some WarioWare get it together florts over the weekend. Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, it's a time we got that together. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll ever get it together. Especially, you know, oh, next, well, well, you know, well, next year having a kid now, I feel like I'm going to fall apart even more. <laughs> you know, I don't know, when I'll get it together.
1: Well, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what you define mm-hmm. as getting it together. I think like you're getting it together pretty alright.
0: I mean, just my life.
1: You've got like a wife, you've got a kid on the way, you've got a house. Like you've, you've got like the, at least the very standard. Mm. I don't have the white picket fence though. No, but I'm sure that'd be easy enough to conjure Yeah, I don't know They're hard to get the builders at the moment I mean, they sh- sure are But you could always just get one of them like
0: Now, I was waiting for you to say Put it up yourself I'm like, no, fucking Bryce Of course not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Anyway, Bryce, how you been? Yeah, headachy Headachy, awesome I had got you some Advil before you the did. podcast You did, yeah, yeah, yeah mm.
1: and, a, and a bit of natural nice water.
0: water Oh, you gotta You gotta uh, You just Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ Delicious. No, I won't stand for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been pretty exciting with WarioWare coming out. And uh yeah, came to get into it. So let's get into it. But before we do that, I just want to have my uh, guru geek out and uh, just paying tribute to our good friend Bobby Pauls and Bros. I've been watching a lot of Mr Beast videos lately. Really? Yeah. Like I've always, I've always liked Jimmy Beast. Yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed Jimmy's videos and just um Jimmy Beast. Like, a- apart from just, like, the content himself where he's just, like, you know, giving a lot of money away and just spreading what I would say is a lot of positive vibes. Yeah, 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 he does. I, I just love, like, how dedicated he is and how much hard work he's put in and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done
1: a lot of crazy things, but he's also helped out, like, a fair few people. It's sort of, you know,
0: yeah. I mean, he started a whole burger chain. That was kind of, like, crazy. Yeah, and I, I was looking into that <laughs> last night. I'm like, how did you do it? And it was like, oh, it's through, like, ghost kitchens and You know, those sort of methods where uh, basically a lot of um, kitchens in the States, if they're not being used or not being like 100% utilized, a lot of these smaller, I guess, uh, companies can start up and just not actually have a physical restaurant, but just operate out of these restaurants. Yeah, yeah. So, they're able to pop up. And I think overnight he popped up with like 300 locations across the States. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how'd you do that? That sounds mad. Yeah, bloody (laughs) hell, yeah.
1: And then he started popping up in England as well and
0: yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so yeah, good on him. He's got, he's got. Uh, uh, what was it sixty nine million subscribers? I'm, ju- I'm just curious to see, like, how long is it going to take to get to hundred? Will he take over PewDiePie? All this stuff online. How many of those mm.
1: people? How many of those people that are subscribed to him are people that are just hoping to get like one of his eccentric prizes of like BFU?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's a shame. It's, it is a yeah. bit of a shame. People are just like, oh, just give me money because. As good a thing as he's doing, will it just encourage people? Like, yeah, just, just give me money. Or, mm. Like, they just expect it. Please, bro, just give me cash, bro. I'm going
1: like, yeah. I mean, I I think his content is good. So it's just sort of yeah. like, whatever. The fact that he started Team Trees and stuff like that as well, like, it's, a, it's changing stuff, man. It changes the planet. Like, it's kind of like really important sort of work. Um, that unfortunately, like, you know, a lot of people look at something like that. They're like... I don't have the money for that. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people. <laughs> I don't have the money to start something like Team Trees. Like, no way.
0: Yeah, because I was looking into like you know it's estimated that he makes like twelve million dollars a month through just YouTube ad- ads alone. Then, like he puts like all of it back into his videos, just giving it away, and you know buying cars to give to people. And it's just it's just mad. I, I got I got so much respect for just like his work. Yeah. You know?
1: Like that's the thing is like if I was if I was earning money like that I wouldn't be able to find a way to spend it I don't think. Oh
0: well, that's right yeah.
1: Like I would I would I would build up like say like my personal collection of video games buy a house. <laughs> you go to EB Games and you like
0: I'll just buy all your Wii games.
1: <laughs> no 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 like I I, I want to have like a retro collection and then I want to have like a decent house to sort of have all this stuff in and then, you know, whatever. But then past that, like I'm not looking to go on like eccentric holidays and I'm not out to go and buy diamond Rolexes or yeah. anything like that. I just want a house. I want to like indulge in my hobby and uh, that's about it. Yeah. I, like I'd want a nice
0: house, but not nothing too crazy because if you get- No, like- no. If you watch, like, these, like, YouTube house tours, it's, like, it looks awful. Like, it's, like, especially, like, the 22-year-olds who, like, come into money, then they're, like, yeah, I've got this room which has, like, a (laughs) PC gaming setup and then the rest is just, like, this old lady's house but they just don't touch. Yeah, yeah, (laughs)
1: literally. Like, literally nothing. It'd be, like, for me, it'd be, like, a four-bedroom house with one of those bedrooms being, like, my dedicated office and then that's, yeah, Mm. you know, sort of it. It wouldn't be, like, here is the pool yard with a pool and a spa mm. and stuff like that. And then it's too much. I would much like to,
0: that. I would like a pool. It's too
1: much to maintain.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. But if you have that much money though, Bryce, you can be like, yeah, I can get the pool guy in as long as you, you, you can trust him with your wife. That's uh that's the only oh issue. Son. You know, don't get a don't get a really attractive pool guy coming in, in his little shorts, being like, you know, you gotta. Mm-hmm. Anybody need a scooping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need a scooping. Well, brosh you might need a scooping. So, <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, no. My my point is, anyway, is I don't need anything that eccentric to live. I don't really care about all that. That's kind of just like additional extras. I can live without them. Uh, so like the money, the money in terms of that, it would sort of just be like, well. You know, if if somebody I know needs help or whatever, I can go, here you go, or, you know, there's always sort of something else I could be doing with it that could be probably more beneficial. Mm. So that's why I sort of, you know, like I, I I get I get exactly the way he thinks, I guess, is I don't think anything has to be too eccentric for my own lifestyle for me to enjoy life. I think I just, yeah. Yeah, no, fair
0: enough. I feel the same way. And yeah. the, you, know, you know what, Bryce? You are my Mr. Bryce. You're, you're out there being like, hey, um, you know, I can't give you a thousand bucks, but, you know, chocky Oak. Choccy Chalky- Oak. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> little little yeah. milk milk drink. Yeah, It was chocky Milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life-changing drink. Mm. Yeah, it
1: yeah. makes, you, makes you wonder, huh?
0: Mm. All right, Bryce, let's talk about what we've been playing. And a lot of what we've been playing is a WarioWare Get It Together. That's right. Uh, we both had a code provided to us from Nintendo Australia. We so certainly did. Nope. Thank you very much to them for that one. Mm-hmm and uh, Bryce what do you think of the game this is WarioWare is a series we've been wanting on the Switch ever since the bloody thing launched in 2017 we've been wanting it we're big fans of WarioWare Smooth Moves on the Wii that and came touched, out yeah. came out over 10 years ago at this point which mm. is a bit scary to think about yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well over 10 years ago yeah well, it came out 2007 yeah yeah Jesus Christ 2007 <laughs> <laughs> obviously yeah yeah that's right <laughs> Yeah, so what do we think of this one, Bryce? So it's very different to other WarioWare games in some respects. Yeah. In similar and simpler than others. So you've actually written a whole review over at DashGamer.com. That's right. Which people yeah. can go and check out. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you're interested in the written word. Mm-hmm. Bryce,
1: right off the bat, what are we thinking? Um, it's it's great and it's definitely one of the best warrior wears. absolutely. It's it still doesn't My personal list I, I was talking about this last night on stream, actually. My personal list for where titles is like smooth moves is up the top uh, I would probably put this one in gold as a second a tied second and then touched as third I would say mm. so um I think uh, the reason the reason it doesn't beat smooth moves is because like there there is a lot of variety uh, in get it together and like the way you com- you complete mini games can be different, like much more, you can, it could be much more random than any other WarioWare game mm-hmm. for sure. Because of the fact you've got 20 characters that all do different things that can either make games like much easier or extremely hard or, you know, there's definitely some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, because it's sort of gone back to more conventional like button play, as opposed to like using the gimmick, which is what WarioWare's always done best, um, it does sort of take away from that a little bit. So
0: like I kind of have to deduct a point or two from it for that. Um, like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I guess it uses like its own made gimmick rather than the system's gimmick. Like yeah. like with the Wii and obviously WarioWare touched on DS, it used like the main factor of those systems wears this. It doesn't use the Joy Cons or well, no, the gimmick, the gimmick,
1: like the gimmick for this game is mm-hmm. that two people can play. Yeah. Which is like supportive of the fact that there are two Joy Cons on the system that can be used as individual controllers. Like that's it is still utilizing the gimmick, but that gimmick mm. is not it's not as prevalent for single player. So it's like playing it on your own. It it isn't as it doesn't feel as wacky or zany or like, you know, silly, I suppose. Which it which is, you know, a little bit of a shame. Um but I did the math. I did the math. I've put it I've put it in my review, but it like <laughs> I'll look it up next time you talk. I'll I'll bring it up, but I actually did Mm. the math. The amount of combinations uh, you can have in the game is insane uh, to the point where it becomes, you know, an insane amount of solutions that's never been seen in any other WarioWare to date, with, you know, no question whatsoever. Um, So I think, like, in terms of actual content, there there is lots in WarioWare for a WarioWare title. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing that they did as well is like to sort of make up for the fact that maybe the you might, you might not feel the re- replayability as much, which you would with the other titles because of how wacky they are and how silly they are. Um, it makes up for it with like more completionist things, which is cool. Like, you know, being able to level up your characters and mm. stuff like that, which um, unlocks customization options for them. And it also... Uh, gets them what's it called uh gallery yeah gallery pictures five for each character or whatever but something i also didn't realize until last night was that um the actual level of your characters also contributes towards how much points you're getting in wario cup i did not realize that until last night yeah so you can actually like
0: level up characters and yeah so they actually
1: progression that way yeah so it actually does help you out in the competitive mode but like it's kind of cool in that sense because you can also just be really good at the competitive mode or or the game in general and not have to worry about levelling your characters at all. So, kind of good, I guess.
0: Yeah, it just puts that extra step in there if you want to take it to, for the benefits. Yeah, if you want to get the to the gold trophy, which is, you know, everybody's goal. Yeah, because, like, the main thing about this game is that they've added different characters to it. So, you're not just playing just standard with button controls or touch controls or even motion controls. You've got access to 20 different characters. And like for me, like some of the characters are just like really annoying when you get them. And I try to avoid them at all costs, even to the point where you've got the option of choosing like uh, your three or five characters to rotate between, or you can just rotate between all the characters and like some like, um, was it, was was it 18 volt? No, was it eighteen volt on the um on the skateboard? Oh no, nine volt. Is it nine volt? Yeah, nine volt. Like just like he's on a skateboard, he just goes backwards and forwards oh, so on the skateboard. So stupidly fast. And you press the A button to throw his yo yo up in the air. Yeah, and just like oh, it's just it was the same painful. mini. <laughs> well, the thing is, this
1: was the same mini games every time though, so it was sort of like you could progressively get better at it because you'd sort of learn your timings a bit better, but because he was still so stupidly fast, it was just really hard. And he's definitely, he's, he's, a, he's definitely one of the worst characters players in the game. Um, hmm, yes. j- just to sort of like, uh, retouch on this real quick. Um, this is something I wrote in the review. I, I did some soft math here. I said, uh, traditionally most WarioWare games tend to aim for a soft cap of 200 micro games per title, uh, with all micro games featuring three difficulties. This means that there is roughly 600 solutions in every WarioWare game, with the game telling you how the game is operated before everyone. With the uh, with the addition of 20 characters with their own toolkit to utilise, this number jumps to a whopping 12,000 uh, possible solutions in game.
0: So that's a lot. That is tons. Yeah. So like, just like memorising each one. As it comes up, to make sure you get like the best time of doing it, or just not failing. Yeah, you know you got a, a a lot to learn there.
1: Yeah, and like you know, some characters absolutely trivialize some of the micro games and stuff like that. Personally, I, I'm I'm a person that likes to play on all characters, not because I can't pick three that I'd write I'd like to bring into every micro game, but because I think like high scores on all are more challenging and therefore. F
0: it sets all the variables as the same. So if I say, that I got like a hundred high score, it's like, oh, well, fair enough. But did you pick the characters that you don't like? It's like, no. It's like, well, yeah. I've I've got eighty, but I've picked I've playing with all the characters I don't like. Yeah, that's well. right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: It looks more impressive on paper, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, it definitely is because you know you 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 can just like you you still got those characters like nine volt that are, you know, nobody wants to pick. And you still get to use them to complete micro games. And like, you know, the thing is, is like difficulty in the game is also very subjective now because um, some characters will just absolutely trivialize some micro games and others just won't. They're just, you know, terrible at them. So like running into a running into a micro game that's really fidgety with a character that's really fidgety is really tough. And like trying to trying to actually beat it can be like really difficult, which mm. is which is fun and exciting in its own way. It can be a little bit frustrating, but um, that's the name of the game. Like it's chaos, and that's what it's always been. It's kind of like that uh, the broom balancing mini game in Smooth Moves. Remember how janky that was? Yeah, because the Wiimote
0: just doesn't pick up. No. Like- Unless it's in a very specific place, which yeah. is just, oh. Yeah, and it was Cause terrible. Cause you're on a good run, then you got like two seconds to make this motion controller just like pick up the sensor bar and it's just like not having a bar of it.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and like that's an example of, of a micro game that's sort of just like done poorly and is limited by what it's in, right? But running into a janky character on a janky micro game uh it's it's a it's irritating, but if you are good enough at the game, you are eventually going to figure out how to make that work. If that makes sense, it's not yeah. like an actual physical limitation. It is sort of just you know practice makes perfect. Um, so yeah, um, I think uh, it's it's a pretty good WarioWare title overall. I just think uh, it missing that familiarity familiarity of abusing a gimmick is probably a little worse for wear on it, but they, they definitely tried to make up with, uh, you know, the excess and possible solutions, different options for customization and, you know, the end game collection in general, which is something they've never really done in WarioWare before. Um, Having a, like a fluent story was really good too. Um, Traditionally, WarioWare, like they've always gone and done like their own little thing for a story per character Whereas opposed to, like, with this, it is kind of just, like, all one long string.
0: Yeah, they're all working together. Yeah, that's
1: right. And it's good. It's good to see because the characters don't usually have much to do with each other. So, it does really help sort of, like,
0: build this odd
1: universe that WarioWare has become.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that WarioWare lore, which we were desperate for... Well, no, <laughs> I was desperate for it. It's not even like sort of, you know. Barely it, saw any garlic though. Wario, where, well, so Wario didn't eat any garlic. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird.
1: But um, I think because it's Wario's main series now, because let, let's be real, it is. It's definitely Wario's main series now. He doesn't have any games outside of it really. Hasn't since Shake Dimension.
0: No, he's just wearing fancy clothes and Wario or Oh, sorry. I was want to say Wario wear all the time. Wario, Mario Golf. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Mario> Golf. <laughs> Wario Golf. Wario Golf. I'd play Wario Golf. Wario Um
1: But, uh, wow, what a fly. It's a big fly. We need to get in the uh, old lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so to have this connection to these characters, because it, WarioWare has, like, a huge cast of characters over the years that have never really had any more sort of representation other than here is, here is like, a little intro clip of a Jimmy T doing a dance or yeah, literally <laughs> my Mo, or it's Mona but kind of this one too Mona doing Jimmy. cheerleading yeah <laughs> Jimmy T yeah yeah but like it I just, mean they give him voices and you know stuff like that as well it gives them, it gives them a lot more characteristic.
0: Mm. One thing I do like is how it's actually voiced. Before you jump into a micro game, it just says like like it it will actually say like hit instead of just coming up with the word yeah and actually voice it. Yeah. That- so, you're able to process what you need to do just that little bit quicker, which is really important, especially when you've got so many variables to keep in mind as well.
1: Well, that's what I um, that's what I said in my review, too, was that it's a really good accessibility thing. Because, like, traditionally, it was all about reading in the past. You had to, like, you know, quickly read what it said on the screen and then imitate it or whatever. And that was the same for, you know, um, in Smooth Moves when they brought up the... Uh, thingy mabobs, whatever you call them. Uh, The the poses. Yeah, the form baton things. And, like, you would have to sort of, like, read into that and then sort of, you know, move on, whatever. But for people that can't read that quick, like, whether it's because they're just, they're not good at reading or if they have, like, I guess, like... I don't even really know what it would fall under but there's definitely something for it but they can't process that information. It's yeah, just like a slower
0: reader type yeah, of thing. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Um but uh like it's really good for them because it actually gives you like straight up exactly what yeah. it wants you to do. And especially in a much more chaotic setting that is get it together where you've got characters all over the all over the board, right? You can spend your time sort of adjusting to the character and not have to read what's on the screen, so you can just adjust, and then you get the command. You'll know to listen to for the command, and then you'll just go do it, and you'll know what you're after. And I think that's uh, really important. They have thought of a lot with this game, um, and I'm even surprised. Like you know, because our, our first hint was that we were that we were getting this game was the um the survey. survey, yeah, and they were like, "What would you pay for a, a WarioWare game?" And we're like, "Oh." <laughs> We know it's coming, um, but uh, it was just it was just interesting to see that they would say that and then you know put out put out the product that they have, which I would say is probably one of their more fleshed out titles, especially this year. You know, when yeah. you consider like Mario Golf kind of being neither here nor there, and then that I, I feel like <laughs>
0: yeah, like- yeah, it's definitely more fleshed out <laughs> than Mario Golf. Like Mario Golf, we're sort of just expecting more and more. But you know, it's coming in free updates, supposedly. But you know, we got a little bit with an extra course and stuff. But as far as WarioWare goes, you know, it's got a, a nice quick story mode which you have which has like a lot of replay value, which you can go back and just, you know, try and make sure you play all the mini games to add to your like excite like, like your Pedia. Play a Pedia or whatever. It it's a yeah. Like just uh, just collecting things and like the ranked mode I appreciate as well. Just being able to jump into like high scores and try to beat other people and you actually earn uh, – there's, like, weekly challenges where you get those rewards. You can claim after the week is over, which, you know, might keep us coming back, which is yeah. cool. And But I've got to ask you one thing, Bryce. Have you played this game co-op? Because, like, personally I haven't, and that's, <laughs> no, like, yeah. the big – with the big hook of the game, that is something I would love to actually do. Like, in my, in my household, my wife – I'm not even going to get her to <laughs> try and play it because she's not into games and – like stuff like Life is Strange and that, we're playing together, but she's mainly just watching. Yeah, so that's right. So I'm, yeah. try, I'm trying to ease her in, but stuff like this where it's super quick, where it's just like, hit, she'll be like, oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not happening. But have you played, have you tried playing with, say, with your kids, with your partner?
1: Oh, only briefly. Yeah.
0: Because we need to play together. I need, I need big old Bryce to come over here and um, do yeah. some double teaming with me, I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that, that is one thing I would like to see, too. Like, obviously, no online. um play within this game there's only the ranked mode where you can upload scores and that but there's no actually um, there's no way to actually play together so that's one thing I'd like to see especially with you know we'll talk about it later but Nintendo having an online subscription it's, they need to put as much stuff into that as possible to make it worth it
1: uh, yeah look he, with WariWare I think I can sort of I sort of have a little bit of an understanding I think let's be real the Switch's online is not great as it is.
0: <laughs> no,
1: never has been. No, it's not. <laughs> so for something like WarioWare to work in that contextual, I feel like, mm, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts in WarioWare. It definitely is. Um, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I don't think it's like on my list of primary concerns for that game. It's kind of just like, ugh. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'd rather be sitting on the couch playing the game with you anyway. Like it's not that big of a deal for me personally. Um, but it does suck a little bit. I think, I think they have put a lot of effort into the game regardless. So I think that kind of saves it for me.
0: Yeah. I, I can't say that I'm like super disappointed and I'm not going to play it because of it, but it would be a very nice feature if it was there. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I think overall we're pretty positive on the game. Um, like, years ago when I envisioned a WarioWare game on the Switch, I think I was, like, thinking, like, Smooth Moves 2, honestly. Like, with, like, uh, the launch game 1-2 Switch where, you're like, you're waggling your w- buddy Joy-Con around and doing all that. I, w- I would have liked to see that, that, that sort of, I guess, more motion control game come the Switch. Yeah. But since the Switch Lite came out, Nintendo stepped back a lot from that type of approach to just their game design, like... With, like, a, what was it, Mario Party, Super Mario Party? That was like a big Joy-Con game. And now that's pretty much disappeared, especially in the upcoming Mario Party game. You know, the Joy-Cons are pretty much gone, and Nintendo's just focusing on, I guess, just playing in a handheld mode, which is good. Yeah. Because for the most part, that's what I want. But WarioWare, I definitely would have liked to see some more motion-based gameplay. But you can't judge this for what it's not. I definitely appreciate what they've done and just trying something different and the amount of work that went into. To so many characters is just pretty unreal. They didn't have to do that. Cause why like if they go back to the more game Boy art style, where it is just like a D pad and two buttons, it's a lot more basic to get those mini games to just function. Like the QA that would have went into so many characters would just be unreal with every mini uh, micro game at every difficulty and Jesus. So yeah, that's right. Definitely like the step they've taken. Yeah. I think, I think it's in, in, in a good spot. I still want to see
1: a smooth moves too though. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I goes <laughs> be real. Uh, I think um, hopefully whatever they decide the next big gimmick is, that uh, it uh, sort of makes up for it or whatever. I don't. I, I even if it is just motion control again, something about motion control. Like motion control does make a lot of things fun, uh, but especially WarioWare. I feel like it, it just sort of sits because it's like just thinking the form baton poses and stuff like that, man, mid game. That's what it was kind of, It was kind of nice with the character introductions mid-game with this one as well. It was kind of like almost sort of the same feeling, but it's sort of, you know, it was a character introduction. So they would give you like a blurb about the character and what they do. Yeah. Give you like a little mini game to teach you what they do. You know, it was nice. Um, So that's that's really cool. Um, there were a couple of comments in chat there. I am, like, barely reading them. So, uh, first of all, um, I will I will make uh Bryce, what the fuck are you staring at by Wacko Jacko? Uh, I'm staring at you. I'm staring at your comment trying to read exactly what it says. We can see in your bedroom
0: you are <laughs> um, trying to do a backflip, but you keep on landing on your head.
1: Uh, Tom said before the show, WarioWare is lit, and then he said, it's great, uh, but the Jimmy T boss fight was a mess. And it yes it was. It was the
0: rock climbing one. Oh god. Oh, I fucking hated that boss fight so much. I didn't hate it. I I just Actually, I did it first go and didn't even think about it again, but it it wasn't fun. No, oh, yeah, was- I failed it
1: twice. Did you? I hated it, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. It, it, it's 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 inconsistent. Like you don't know exactly where it's trying to lead you. Um he also said that uh, Krieger and Jimmy T were by far his least favorite. Um I don't
0: really know what collection was my least favorite to be honest. Yeah, Nine Volt's definitely my favourite just because it's always like the Nintendo-based retro micro games. I definitely love that. Um, I guess I don't I don't really want to spoil it necessarily, but just like his boss stage was pretty cool, like the first time you see it. Um, I think on repeat tries, it's just boring. Wait, which one did you say? Uh, Nine Volt's Nine boss Volts, stage. Yeah. So basically just not to spoil it 100%, but it, you basically run through a stage of a certain... Um, Super Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah. Which is like you could run through, oh my God, wow, I'm in this uh, particular game. Then, oh wow, you finish it and you do it again. (laughs) It's just like, you're kind of over it, but on repeat value, but...
1: Yeah, but that's where where, like with different characters it becomes... More difficult though. Yeah. Like if you think of it like I did I I was on stream last night and I did one of them as uh the uh secret character at the end, the last character you get,
0: you know exactly who I'm talking about. (laughs) I had to do it with that character and it's just like oh true. Oh That's true, yeah, with like different characters it just becomes a completely different sort of
1: affair, yeah, it does yeah,
0: task to tackle. Yeah, and it's and it's not as
1: simple sometimes. Like for example, in the particular one that I got him on, I had, I had Jamie and Delfino watching me at the time, actually, and uh, on this particular one where I got this particular uh, character, I had to hit a switch in order to change the tracks for my thing, but I forgot that was a thing in that particular level. And I was like, "Oh crap!" And because the character can't jump, I can't go anywhere. I'm like, "Oh no!"
0: <laughs> oh <I'm> no! Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: like, "Okay, well, I guess I'm. I guess I'm just dead." Like, mm. Yeah, I only get one shot to to beat to do that particular thing. It's like, "Damn it!" But um, yeah. At first, I was like, "How?" I'm like, "How was I supposed to
0: do that?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, great." <laughs> <laughs> Suck, but I so i guess when it comes down to it if like if someone hasn't played warioware before they got no idea what, it, what it's all about like is it worth jumping into the switch version if, <laughs> is it worth 70 bucks um what do you reckon
1: i think it's great um listen like the main important takeaway from warioware is that it's a high score chasing game uh that's what you do in warioware there's no like once you pass the story you're not you're not going to get this like eighty hour RPG campaign with about Wario and his, his garlic and like you know whatever he's doing. <laughs> I would appreciate that though. <laughs> 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 I'm a Wario. Yeah. Um but uh you know you you'll get through it in a few hours, you know, give or take or whatever. And then after that it's basically about sort of chasing score. And God, I can't even count how many hours we sunk into WarioWare smooth moves. Back in the day, right? Mm. Would have had to have been.
0: Yeah, you know, 80, 80 plus. Don't try to guess, bros. You've got no idea. <laughs>
1: uh, if we had to guess, it was probably about eighty plus.
0: Yeah, it was a lot. We played it a lot. Like we We played it tons. We were like, oh bross coming over and playing WarioWare, Wars, um, Guitar Hero and Smash Brothers. That yeah. was like our our Wii rotation when that, we were playing stuff. That's
1: right. And there was no um there was no incentive to keep going other than chasing high scores whereas in this game there is an incentive to keep going which is unlocking little things for your characters and doing that which is good it adds a lot more substance to the game and if you like high score chasing it gives you even more reason to sort of keep going and you know you get something out of it which is something that WarioWare's never really done before um with its chaotic nature you're going to get the absolute most like raw WarioWare experience in terms of like how random it can be um, and then like maybe you'll go back to Smooth Moves or something like that post this uh, and you'll be like, oh, this is heaps easier. But at the same t- at the same time, you'll find it a lot more fun.
0: Um, yeah, I reckon just like, I don't know if you tried the variety packs that much as well. Um, yeah. There's a lot of them that are only two players, so I couldn't do that. So, But, like, even even the ones where it's, like, one player, there's just, like, simple high score chasing games is one where you've got to, like, um, just keep a soccer ball in the air and every- Oh, my God. That one sucks as nine ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're like- <laughs> That'd be really hard because you just can't get in the right spot. <sighs> but, like, you know, um. just stuff like that's fun. It's, like, just a lot of them are very basic games and I can imagine this being- a tremendous amount of fun just with four people over at your place. Have a couple of drinks. Go through the variety packs. Go through the mini games. Like, there's a lot there. It's a, so it's a good little package that I think is worth worth your money if you're interested in it. If uh, if you look at it, you're just like the humor. The humor is very, just toilet humor. If you're not into that, you might struggle enjoying sort of the, the quality of the game as well because it, it's worry
1: WarioWare as a character is toilet humor. Like, there, there's no, that's what he is. I know. So you know, if you don't yeah. like Wario as a character, you're probably not going to like his game. I think that's that's like the biggest takeaway. Because
0: <laughs> like even for us, where uh, there's like a it's like multiple mini games where the celebration animation at the end they're just like really crude s- stick figures. Some people might look at that and just like think it's hilarious, like like we do. And other people might be like, "What the fuck? Like, don't you even like try with your quality? Yeah, as far as your animation like, goes, where's but-
1: the graphics? <laughs> It's just like, God, if this game were about the graphics, we'd be living in a different world. Jesus. Yeah. Imagine high fidelity, like WarioWare micro games, and like RTX on fucking ray tracing.
0: <laughs> RTX, yeah. just Yeah, just like this unreal environment that you see for like three seconds. <laughs> this <laughs> took like a year to develop with like a team of 50 people. It's like Skyrim with all the mods on <laughs> just to do a, a mini
1: game where you like eat a wheel of cheese. And then that's it. It's over. Every micro game takes up about 20 gig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you noticed that there's one game? I've only come across, I don't, I don't know about you, but there's one performance issue that I found with the game so far. And it was in last, in the first week's Wario cup. And that was the uh, butterfly mini game. <laughs> did you, did you see that?
0: Don't think I have come across any performance hitches now. Nah. Wow. Are um, talking about the uh, the butterfly when you're trying to get yeah, it to escape yeah. from the, yeah, the web? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. At, at max speed, that
1: that minigame lags. <laughs> does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It went, it went down in frames for sure. I was kind of like, this is weird. I've never experienced a... Uh, a uh, hardware issue with WarioWare before, <laughs> like ever. This is strange, but yeah. like you know, it's one of them extreme cases where you're you're likely to never see that sort of thing. And if you do, then well, you must be pretty freaking good at WarioWare to get it to that level of speed and difficulty. <laughs> and, you know, um. But uh, yeah, it was really crazy to see. I'm like, holy crap! There's actually a performance issue not that you know it doesn't really it doesn't really bug me all that much unless i'm playing something where the where it's going to make it absolutely
0: ridiculous uh, put the put the game in the bin everyone don't get it <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was it was a fantastic game just pull it out of the bin please i didn't mean it <laughs> i'll, I'll take it back it. <laughs> i'll take it back but yeah no i'm uh, i'm overall very happy uh i still again i still want to see smooth moves smooth, smooth moves too i think like Motion control uh, is definitely the pinnacle for WarioWare. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I just feel like some of these games, like I was thinking earlier, like, you know, stuff like Smooth Moves and Strikers Charged and just any older Nintendo game, I feel like we just need to plug in the system and just play it on that hardware because asking Nintendo to sort of pay respect to their own catalog and give us access to them is just... It's not on the cards for them at these. Yeah, these days, <laughs> these days it's not. So it's just so frustrating. I'm over. I'm over waiting plate on. You know, the current stuff, the one I prefer to play it on because it's portable and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of over it. I'm like, just all right. I'll just go and plug in your other other stuff, and I won't give you any money. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. And I would gladly, you would gladly
1: give them money for smooth moves again. <laughs> give me smooth moves HD. I'll I'll, I'll buy it. I'll actually buy it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Actually, Nintendo, keep that in mind. Smooth smoothly smooth- smooth- HD 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 def- H- H- Maybe add in some extra micro games and you know put it on the shelf. Like I would actually buy that. I would I absolutely would. But that being said, like I've got access to all of those WarioWare titles. Hint hint nudge. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, that's the, yeah. So like um, like we were talking about the other week, you we do have to set up that night where we've just where I've just got that got that box there that we can just plug in and have it have a crack at it i think it'd be good yeah
0: no secret around here Bryce. says a hacked wii u put all the wireware games on it <laughs> bloody i do own them all happy. i
1: do own them all in some capacity it's just nice to have them all in one
0: place yeah yeah and like, on the t- on the tv especially in the case of like the game Boy advance game
1: yeah that's right like even touched man like because of the wii u yeah. you can play touched that's awesome
0: why touched it. I I remember the mini game where like there's people walking across. This is like one of my first experiences to WarioWare I think Jordan showed us um, when he had the game and we hadn't played the the series before. And it's just these people walking over a tightrope and it just says it just says don't blow. <laughs> so you just do nothing. But if you blow into the microphone, they it's like. It's like, it's like, it's like it's is like the funny thing. I don't know why that's so funny. It's just so simple and so dumb. But it's just... <laughs> and we would, we would always... We would Whenever we're like passing around someone's DS playing it, like we get to that minigame. We always do it on purpose. We don't care if we're going to lose a life. We just... It was just funny. <laughs> it was funny, yeah. Just like the idea of like, you know, you can't make a sound or like brush the microphone or anything because that will count as a blow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Just just like moments like that where it happens so quick you're like what the fuck was that And you're like, next minute you're on to another game <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to just keeping worry as that sort of you know get home from work can't be bothered starting a brand new game or getting into a big rpg it, or only, anything. It, it only but,
1: takes five like it only takes seconds to get in and you know it's not hard to put down either you know it's not like a game of mario golf like where you sort of, like, jump into it and then you feel obligated to finish the game. If you want to finish the game of WarioWare, you just put the controller down and walk away and you're done. And you can still collect your rewards and stuff like that. It's not not a big deal, sort of thing. Mm. Yeah,
0: mm. I agree. All right, anything else you want to say about the game before we move on?
1: Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I, I, I thought it was a really good experience. Uh, I gave it a 8.5 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10? In my review, yeah. Yeah, it's not a perfect WarioWare, like I said, but it's definitely, yeah. like... I, I hope that... it's it, a really good score, though. Yeah, that is yeah. a good... It's it's a great score. Um, the things the things I like about it is there's a lot more longevity in it. The things I don't like about it is the gimmick is not as wacky or fun, which is something that WarioWare does best. It utilizes its gimmicks to its absolute potential. So it is it is sort of a case of like, well, oh well, but there is a reason to keep playing it, which is something that no other WarioWare has sort of done effectively. So it's definitely a one-up um i think if you put those advancements in the series and then put uh smooth moves with it and just sort of melded them together you'd have like a perfect
0: warrior game yeah that would be really good just yeah. like yeah just having that cuz i think just like the physical aspect of um, the Wii version was just that added to it so much like you know you see see you trying to get the bloody broom to work and it's just like not picking up and you're just waggling it around but you're moving closer to tv but you just like end up falling over onto your belly trying to get this fucking thing to work like it's just <laughs> it's priceless to watch let alone you're yeah. actually doing it and yeah
1: yeah but even just like the poses themselves like you know the um you know the elephant and stuff like that just just the weird things that comes up with are just fantastic yeah. yeah, And that, that that is sort of like what it is. But then, you know, having those unlockables in uh, Get It Together would just add so much more reason to go back. Not that I don't need another reason to sort of go back to WarioWare. where I still play Smooth Moves on and off today. But, you know, it gives me more of a reason to go back to it and... Um, do some completionist sort of stuff and it like gives me more of a drive to do that. And I get to see some, see some cool, cool things like the concept arts and stuff like that, that you get in the gallery. Some of them are really good, really, really good. Um, I was unlocking a few with the Delfino watching last night and I was just like, oh, this is a really cute one of like five volt with baby nine volt and they're cuddling. It was nice and very cute, very wholesome. It's really good. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's more. That's more to your wire universe. That's nice. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So I just want to talk about a couple more games I've been playing. Um, I've actually been playing them on Xbox Game Pass, so don't don't uh, shoot me out there, Nintendo fans. But uh, one of them is on Switch, Art of Rally. This really cool um, car rally game mm-hmm. with like an isometric view. I jumped into it and I was like, you know, I don't know about you, Bryce, but those games are like really difficult to control. Like, you know, very finicky. A very finicky. You're getting isometric
1: the, car games definitely are. Yeah, yeah.
0: getting like the drift right, all of that. Um, so I was playing for about twenty minutes. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm really kind of sucking at this. So I might jump out of it. But then I noticed it has a like a free play mode, where you're actually able to drive around the worlds just at your own pace, do what you want. Um, there's collectibles to collect. So um, I, I'm a sucker for collectibles. Just going around, making sure I get everything. So I went through, got like the achievements and all that. And through doing that, I actually got better at controlling the game. So then I could actually do the races and that and do the time trials and um, all that. So it's actually a really great game. I, I really enjoyed it. And I've actually kept it on my Xbox to uh, keep going back to. It's another one of those games where I just feel like doing something <laughs> nice and simple, nice and basic. So that's that one. And it's just a gorgeous looking game as well. That's what's called Art of Rally, I guess, with the more, the more... Artistic side of it, yep. um, so it's on Switch as well. But I'm a bit concerned about Switch players to play this game because you need very precise control over your car, and just like with the Switch, not having the uh, like the digital triggers, um, you, you've got pretty much on the trigger, you've got nothing or 100. <laughs> percent So when you're coming up to a corner, like on uh, like a normal controller, you're like let off the gas a bit, you put on the brake a little bit, you get that drift around but it'll be a lot more finicky on Switch. So I'm not sure how that works. I know like um, Trials, the the 2D motorbike game, they yeah. had a lot of problems on Switch as well because you just, just don't have that control. Yeah, which you need, yeah. Because, yeah, just like you need to like just like get over this little hump, but if you press the trigger, you're going to go vroom. <laughs> just go, yeah. just like hit your head and go back to the subtle level. I think in that, that game in particular, they did introduce... Uh, um, controls with the second stick where you could sort of control your your like acceleration via that. So Art of Rally, it could have something like that. I don't think it would though. But that is something to keep in mind if that game does interest you on Switch. I think it'd be a great handheld game. It's just that, that control, which I think would be a bit harder. Um, and the other game which I... Absolutely love. I I don't throw this term around at all on the podcast. I don't think I've seen it said it at all this year. But this this is um one of the top games I've played this year, which is probably in my con- in contention for game of the year. Absolutely loved it. So it's the Artful Escape. It's uh, by a team called uh, Beethoven and Dinosaurs in Melbourne here in Australia, mm-hmm. and it's just like an absolute tremendous game in all aspects. It's got an awesome story. The art and music is fantastic. It's basically about this guy who's living in a small town in America, is feeling very sort of stuck because um, his uncle was a legendary folk uh, guitarist and he feels like he has to fill his uncle's shoes in that respect. His uncle passed away and his whole sort of uh, town wants him, to, wants him to take place and you know make him feel better that you know, his uncle's passed away but he do- he doesn't want that he wants to become an awesome rock musician and he's sort of you know battling with himself that he wants to be this but he's everyone else wants him to be this and he ends up getting picked up by an alien he goes into an intergalactic <laughs> journey with uh, multiple musicians and people throughout the universe uh, he battles with big monsters and stuff it's just awesome like there's a lot of the game where you're sort of just walking to the right of the level, just going through it, but you hold in uh I think it's the the Y or the X button on the Xbox. Um, and you're playing your guitar, and as you're going along, you're sort of unlocking stuff and like the visual effects are just unreal and the like the guitar and that sounds awesome. And it was just like a really, really heartwarming story, just with it's just a roller coaster of Audio and visual delight, like going along it. And when I finished it, it was about a four-hour game. I finished it in one sitting. I finished about like three o'clock in the morning. Started pretty, pretty late. <laughs> so when I got there, I was just like, "Fuck yes, this game is awesome." So I can't recommend it enough. It's only on Xbox at the moment. I think they, they got the, the rights for it or whatever. But um, I can see it coming in the Switch. I don't know how it would run on Switch though. Like, there's so much going on. It's like a, it's a artistic two D game, but just uh, like, just Every bit of the background, there's something going on as you're like running along and, you, and you're going with your guitar. It's just nuts. But kind of the kind of the only gameplay is when you get to like a bit of a boss battle and the boss basically, they all have like this eyes. The eyes are set up like the buttons, two bumpers and the the three face buttons and they do like brr, brr, brr and they show like what buttons you want them to press and you sort of just repeat that. Yep. And there's only a few instances where I'm like, uh, do it again. Like, what the fuck did you just do? I can't. <laughs> like, it just goes real quick. You're like, uh, was it this or that? But there's only a few instances in that in the game. It's pretty straightforward. So, yeah, it's not like a big challenge or anything. It's not like what you're playing Guitar Hero or no, big, yeah. a big rhythm game where you're doing like whole songs or whatever. It's just sort of interacting with the bosses and that sort of musical button input. But absolutely awesome game. Anyone with Game Pass, please check it out. It's on Steam as well. Yep. But. I know it's not a switch game at the moment, but definitely wanted to part. just. I just wanted to talk about it. So good, yeah, yep. so good. I can't say anything better about it. Ten out of ten. Beautiful. Awesome. That's good, man. Yeah. I reckon you should play. You should play it, bros. I'll give it a crank. Yeah. Support a nice uh, Australian studio. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it'd be good. Um, when you were talking just then, uh, I was using my big brain and whipped out my iPhone camera to zoom in on the very far away chat to have a look at it. And uh, Wacko Jacko actually said, "Drew, are you gonna go and get
0: uh, cruising?" Oh yeah, cru- cruising blast. I was thinking about it, uh, but it's 60, sixty bucks Australian. I'm like, nah. Here's here's the thing. I'm actually
1: I'm, interested in cruising for one very particular reason, hmm. and that is because I played a lot of Cruising USA as a kid. Never realized that it was actually a series with more games and at all so i'm curious to see uh how Cruisin' blasted sort of fit i played Cruisin' usa heaps as a kid like when uh, even before i had an n64 um somebody uh somebody who lived in my mother's hometown had it and i used to go stay with my grandparents a lot so when i used to go over there and play nintendo 64 there i used to play Cruisin' usa it was a lot of fun so i was kind of like cool you know, I, I'm like, I really like this game. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when I heard this, when I saw it, when I saw Cruisin' Blast, I'm like, no. I'm like, that's the same font that they use. I'm like, have I, have I just missed something? And now just looking back at it, you know, there's actually been uh, like between Cruisin' USA and Cruisin' Blast, there's been four other games that I never realized were a thing. So you got Cruisin' World, Cruising Exotica, Cruising Velocity, and just Cruisin'.
0: Yeah, it looks like fun. Like I saw people um, posting about it on Twitter and just showing like the, the landmass and that just like drastically changing as like you're going over jumps and stuff. It really reminds me of uh, Excite Excite uh, Truck. Excite Truck. Yeah. yeah, just like you know, you go over a jump I and can't it just remember those days. Putting music on the friggin' SD card. Yeah, that was that was uh, such a big thing on the Wii, wasn't it? It's Just like wow, I can <laughs> wow. play Avenger Sevenfold Love, <laughs> doing it Excite Truck. But it it definitely had my attention. But I went to the eShop. I'm like, it's definitely a game that um, I'll pick up on sale. I don't I don't know. I've got so much to play just on Switch as it is. Let alone Game Pass. Let alone stuff coming out on PS Five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm overwhelmed at the moment. Um, I've been overwhelmed for years. <laughs> yeah, no joke. No joke. I'm overwhelmed to the point where I'm just like, hey, tell you what,
1: I've got time to buy it. I you, don't have time you, to buy you, it. You have bought two copies of Persona.
2: <laughs> two, co-
1: two copies of Persona 5. He hasn't made it per- past the first hour. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I
0: didn't even put Royal in. Um, look, I, I bought those games knowing full well. I'm like, you know what? I love what you're doing. I'm at least going to support it. I'm not going to just sit around and be like, I'll oh, buy it one day. i at least bought it. <laughs> Yeah, you need to play through Royal. (laughs) I know, I know I
1: do. I I still need to finish Royal. I still haven't done it yet either. But like, I mean, there's no point going back to the first one. You might as well just play Royal, right? (laughs)
0: Oh, There's so many RPGs I want to play. It's just, I want to play them all, but they're all so long and I can't even get through one (laughs) just because of my...
1: But like, that's the thing you say that and I've called you out on this before, but then you look at your like time in Pokemon fucking Sword and Shield and it's like, you know, 200 plus hours. Yeah,
0: I know, but Pokemon's just, it's just my comfort food. I'm able to just sit there and play it that's my thing with Pokemon I I love Pokemon I sit there and play it whereas uh, with I guess a a newer RPG I sort of you know turn it on I'm learning new things and I guess uh, unfortunately maybe the hooks just aren't grabbing me enough I don't
1: know Duh. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the. I don't know, man.
0: I'm just trying to tell you my feelings. Don't tell me I'm wrong. I'm just trying I'm,
1: to. I'm t- not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm playing devil's advocate. I, I think. I think you'd be easily be able to fall into Persona Five just fine because it hmm. does carry a lot of like. I not, think I will too. Not, <laughs> not even just like RPG etiquette, but like, you know, typings feel the same as well. You know, <clears throat> having <clears throat> oh, these- too much vape there, mate. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, no, it wasn't that at all? i have a very icky throat at the moment i don't know what it is
0: uh, it's the water you had it's not the it's not the no, no 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 <laughs> i don't know what it is
1: i don't know what it is i think it's just the weather and stuff like that playing playing havoc uh them.
0: it's a nice day today the pollen is out yeah
1: could be that yeah that's right um i think like you know like hitting a super effective hit you know is is like a big deal on persona because it knocks the enemies down and you know sort of sets you up for other things there's actually not that many new systems to learn it's kind of just like you know You get through it. And like the story, story is definitely compelling enough to sort of keep you going along. But um, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely guilty of doing the same thing, obviously. Uh, But uh, recently I've been really, really trying to sort of push myself out of that hole. Um, I went and finished Ratchet and Clank 2016. And then I went and finished Rift Apart. Um, I've started playing through Spider-Man about halfway through the story, I think. And then I'll sort of move on to Miles Morales um, all on PlayStation, sort of, by the way, you know, just because I've sort of got the new console in the house. I'm like, all right, I've really actually got to sort of justify me.
0: You're allowed to play the PlayStation, Bryce. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> no,
1: like, I've got to justify <laughs> this purchase, right?
0: Like, Of course. Holy. That's why that's you bought it, man, The play games Holy shit.
1: Yeah, that's right. So it's like, I've, I've definitely got to get into it. So I did. Um, And, you know, there's other stuff I want to get in play, like, obviously, Arise. Uh, Deathloop has been coming up to great reviews Though I'm not sure I'm really that invested. That kind of looked at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it looks like, you know, that sort of like Bioshock Infinite slash like uh, Dishonored slash whatever sort of yeah. first-person game. I'm like, oh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. But I'm not sure I'm 100% invested in it yet, especially with uh, the way people have been reacting to it on PC. I know that it's got like 10 out of 10s across the board most places, but people on Steam are fucking mad about it. Yeah, doesn't the
0: DRM sort of
1: affect his performance denuvo has always affected affected performance of many games it Mm. is like the worst drm out there it is it is absolutely shocking yet developers continue to use it um but you know at the same time there's a line like a lot of people are starting to get really angry with it and instead of having like positive reviews on steam like where it is everywhere else it's actually down to the mixed review category so it's sort of a case of like if people with RTX cards and stuff like that, like top of the line cards, they're not able to run the game because Denuvo is playing havoc with it. Um, so a lot of these people are literally saying in the comments, they're just like, all right, well, I'll just refund for now. And if it's not fixed by the time, you know, you know, by the time we want to, by the, by the time the pirate version comes out, I'm just going to play it pirated. A lot of people are that, like they're that mad about it. They're like, this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, well, if it doesn't work, it, yeah, that is very frustrating. Any, any product I buy, I want it to work as well. Yeah, because I, I actually bought Tales of Arise. I've been playing that. Yeah, I really want to play that game. It's, uh, I've only played like the first hour before I went to bed that night, but I'm like, yeah, it's really good. Like yeah. the story's setting up really nicely. The game's beautiful. Like yeah. the combat's fun. I've uh, been wanting that game since it announced. I really oh, I did I too. W- I want to get onto yeah, it. It was, it was at the PlayStation Showcase I went, whoa. That tails game looks good. Yeah, that tails game looks dope as hell. Yeah, and I saw on Twitter that they um, Bandai Namco came out and like announced that it sold a million copies in the first day, which is the fastest selling tails game. So, well, yeah,
1: deservedly look at how friggin' beautiful it looks. Mm. (laughs) Like beyond belief,
0: beyond belief,
1: beyond belief. (laughs) Like if you look at anime games in general, like anime games. They're very set in set in their ways, right? They don't. I feel like they don't evolve too much in the graphics department. But this, in comparison, looks incredible. I don't know what it is now. Just looking through my mega microscope here, it it's like ding, 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 ding. Because I see there's a lot of chatter going on. Uh, Delfino Junior says cruising on the highway. Uh, P5 is God tier from Tom. See,
0: yeah, I know those boys love it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Delfino says, "I do like P5, but it doesn't feel like it could, it it could happen to you. I'm like, yeah, probably. True. Got swept up in the, in the, I just got swept up in the stellar soundtrack. Oh yeah, yes, everybody knows, everybody knows about that P5 soundtrack. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> Even I do, and I haven't played past the first couple of hours. Mm. You never see
1: it coming, except the soundtrack, which you can hear." <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a bit like a scott pilgrim like the uh, the the game i i barely play the game but i had the soundtrack on my ipod and i listened to it all the The time the
1: soundtrack is so good everything about that game is so good i'm so glad it came back i was like i had that xbox 360 i had i had my old xbox 360 there and i still had it installed i'm like i could sell this on ebay for so much i'm sure i could because it's like you know one of the only instances you could actually find scott pilgrim Mm. Like, officially, it was, you know, on a console that still had it downloaded. So, it was sort of like the Flappy Bird pandemic, remember that?
0: Oh, not the Flappy Bird.
1: Yeah, when were people were selling, like, iPhones with Flappy Bird on it. Oh, that's right, yeah. On eBay, and they're, like, selling them for, like, $300 above retail or something.
0: So Why do you want Flappy Bird people?
1: <laughs> and then there was just people just, like, you know, if half of you people took two seconds to learn how to jailbreak, you'd have Flappy Bird on your phone in 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, there's no point. <laughs> some people, are like, people are just lazy. They want to pay for convenience. But, like, that is, like, some stupid level of convenience to the point where it's, like, you are just wasting money.
0: A whole new phone on a, a random account <laughs> <laughs> just, just to get Flappy Bird. Yeah, Flappy Bird was not the greatest game, but. It was addictive. That was the problem. It was it, frustrating. It was frustratingly addictive. You're like, everyone's like, oh, it's the Dark Souls of uh, mobile apps. It's like, oh, oh, my fuck God. That, that's when that really started to take off. Like, oh, this game is hard to master, but you'll get there eventually. Oh, it's like Dark Souls.
1: <laughs> it's not like Dark Souls at all. <laughs> Nothing about that game is like Dark Souls. It's more like, you know. It's just oh. just
0: an arcade game where you're trying to beat the high school. That's what all it was.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah,
0: yeah I don't know fucking <laughs> Flappy Bird let's not talk about
1: Flappy Bird <sighs> let's talk about that's it. a dark part of my past I hope that comes to the Nintendo Switch no, for don't. 80
0: bucks It'd be a great game
1: great um, I won't have to buy it
0: yeah that's right anyway let's move on to the news bros how do you feel about that
1: glad I'm not talking about Flappy Bird anymore oh good yeah, <laughs> Woo-hoo! yeah!
2: Beaker, beaker! is that all oh, hi.
0: Flappy Chicken Wahoo! my body is still Bryce, the Nintendo gods have given us a Nintendo Switch firmware update. So Nintendo (laughs) Switch is now at 13.0.0. And with it comes the revolutionary feature, Bryce. That revolutionary feature is Bluetooth audio support. Couldn't they just given us themes? Like, I feel like- no themes, Bryce. That that is eight years away. We're talking about Bluetooth audio right now, so this is just a feature that is just it's it's not in any other in any other device whatsoever. It's very exciting, but it's exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Um, which, of course, I'm joking. This is a feature we've been wanting for a while. It's a very basic feature, but um, you know, wireless headphones they're they're pretty much the norm these days. Usually, if you yeah, if if you want just a, a, a basic normal pair of headphones, you can still get them. But, you know, a lot of phones these days don't use headphone jacks and that. So if you want to listen to no. music on your Spotify or Apple Music or et cetera, you know, you probably do have a pair of um, AirPods or Gal- Galaxy Buds or whatever around. So just the fact you couldn't use them on Switch was annoying. But now you can. But there are some limitations. So uh, but there's no Bluetooth microphones. <laughs> They're not supported. So if you want to play Fortnite or something like that, don't worry about it. You've got to use Nintendo's online app, which is uh, which is great. Yay. Um, you can use up to two wireless controllers when connected to the system when you're using Bluetooth audio. And this is always why I assumed that you couldn't use Switch with a wireless pair of headphones because it can support up to like eight controllers. Then like each pair of Joy-Cons is obviously two Bluetooth devices. So up to 16 devices, we're all, all playing eight player Smash Brothers or something like that. So the amount of just like information going between that is pretty nuts, let alone when you add a Bluetooth headset. But now they've restricted it. So like you can use it, just you can't use as many controllers, which is what they should have day, done from day dot. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. It's pretty easy to um, sync. I put my Sony headphones on the, on the switch, nice and easy. No latency, sounded good. After about 20 minutes though, stuff went a bit crackly. So I had to disconnect and reconnect and then it went back to normal. Um, and that's something that's happened just like with like a couple of times with AirPods and other okay. yeah. wireless headphones. So that's not out of the norm either. But just Bryce, when I saw this, I saw it on, um, I actually saw it in the Hasamari Discord. Um, some of our members said, oh, look, they posted a link to Voxnet with the with the story. And it was like, I was... It filled me with... Like, obviously, it's a good thing that it's finally here. It's a feature that we wanted. It's very basic. It's handy just to use with our headphones and that. But I'm like, Nintendo, are you serious that it took you almost five years to add this functionality to the Switch? I find that incredibly frustrating.
1: <laughs> incredibly frustrating. Here's the thing. is it's like It's getting to the point now with the Switch where... A lot of these questionable decisions are starting to sort of come to light, if that makes sense. Like, at the beginning, we're like, holy crap, this is actually like a really impressive piece of tech. And now that the wow factor is kind of loosening off, we're starting to realize that there's a lot of things missing from it that, you know, frustratingly could have easily been there at launch if they just put that little bit extra into it. Um yeah, I mean, it's it's a real difficult affair for me because like it, I've 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 realised that right, um, and yeah. a lot of people are sort of like oh finally, finally, like you know this is you know whatever, and you know I'm not, I'm not being like a stalwart Nintendo defender here, but at the same time I'm kind of just like the Switch is old now, it, it, it's kind of past that point where I don't even think. I don't even think I care about a feature like this for the console anymore. I think I'm just over it. I'm past it. Um, we've got the OLED coming out soon. and By the time that comes out, it's been nearly five years. Weesh. And the OLED will probably fix all these crackling problems and stuff like that because it'll probably have a better Bluetooth controller in it, right? I've been using the same. I mean, that would be nice. I don't
0: know if it will. <laughs> I reckon it will. Yeah, I hope so um like the fact they've added a LAN cable they're actually like actively thinking about online connection stability that'd be a good thing to update that as well
1: (laughs) well that's the thing is like um the wireless controllers they've been using for years and years and years like they wouldn't be in production anymore they would have had to consider into moving into an upgraded version of the their wireless controller so you know wi-fi will probably be a little bit more stable Bluetooth will probably be a bit more stable. But because because these things are not necessarily seen by the general consumer of the Switch as an important thing, they won't talk about it and it won't actually happen until it sort of comes out. Mm. Um, So a lot of these problems probably will be rectified by the OLEDs, like, internals. Um, And it is... Again, it is sort of disappointing to see that obviously, you know, they could have had this feature in at launch and it would have just made more sense. But being Nintendo, being the company that they are, they're kind of just like, ah, we want to believe that couch gaming is still a thing. And everybody sits on the couch and plays video games together and that's no different for the Switch sort of thing. And they're kind of just like, and the solo player experience is something that only happens every now and then, which we absolutely know is not true. Um a lot of people play solo on the switch a lot of people want to play multiplayer on the switch whether it be mario kart or splatoon or whatever and they want this functionality so that they're more effectively able to play with their friends etc etc um so it is for, for me like i i i cared that it took long enough for them to realize that people actually give a shit about it but i think it's just far too late for me to care at all I never put headphones on my Switch anymore. I just don't bother.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I always do. Like, with my, with my Sony ones, I always made the effort to go and find the wire, <laughs> to go and plug them in because, like, you know, sound to me is pretty important when I am playing a video game. If I'm just, like, playing a round of Smash Brothers where I'm very familiar with the sounds and stuff, it doesn't matter so much. But, like, you know, with WarioWare, if I'm playing it for the first time, for example, I wanted to plug it in to make sure I could hear it to make, yeah, just see the differences. Like if I just played it with the volume off, I wouldn't have noticed like, Oh, they actually say the the mini game when you go into it and stuff. But yeah, for me, for me, like, you know, it's great. It's there, but I'm just like, are you serious? It's just like this amount of time after just uh, a social media post being like, Hey, uh, there's a new update. Uh, It includes, (laughs) includes Bluetooth audio. I'm like, this thing we've been asking for forever. It's just so basic. So standard. Just, Especially I'm, these days, yeah. Just it's one of those things. Um, I I was very very frustrated, but it's here, it's here. So
1: it's only been cool. s- wireless wireless earphones have only been standardized um post Switch launch though. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it it is something it is something that like I don't think that they one hundred percent
0: anticipated was going to be that important to people because yeah when the switch came out that was the same year the iphone 7 came out and they're like all right get rid of the headphone jack but android still had it so it was sort of a niche market there yeah then like yeah a couple of years after android manufacturers dropped it as well and became a bit more standard yeah that's
1: right yeah so so i think like i i think it is just sort of more or less a case of they underestimated how high the demand would actually be for this type of thing, especially now that wireless headphones, despite even, you know, like the, you can get really cheap basic ones that are just kind of ass trash, but I mean, they still work, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Ass trash. Ass trash. That's right. Wouldn't so put, like, I wouldn't put ass trash in my ears. I know that. <clears> you know, 30, no matter how cheap I get it. 30 or $40 for wireless earbuds that, you know, do Bluetooth audio. Yeah. Right. Um, now that they're like a lot cheaper in and there's a lot, a lot of cheaper options out there and stuff as well. I think they're very, you know, sort of, they've, they've been out of the loop for a while. We've had those options for a couple of years now. Um, it isn't just like a niche thing anymore where it's like, oh, you have to purchase AirPods if you want like decent quality or what have you. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's more accessible price ranges to mm-hmm. jump in at. 100%. And, um, Yeah. And I mean like I, I like I, I can't I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I can't lie. I, I use my AirPods a lot. And I haven't used had used earphones or whatever for my phone in a ridiculously long time before I had my AirPods. So yeah. they made a big change in
0: how I do things. Yeah, Absolutely. They're great. Like like with me, I can now listen to podcasts and music and that while I'm working, like you know like at high school I would have the iPod and I put like the wire down my shirt and into my pocket. Yeah. And like you know for my job I can't do that. I I can listen to music and that I just can't have my phone dangling from my hip. That's right. So yeah, I absolutely love it. So I've I've been a big believer in wireless headphones for a while. So it's glad Nintendo's on the on look, board look as well. You, Good on them. Look at you,
1: Mr. Fandangle here, you just I like, oh, can't no. do it at my job. No, oh.
0: no, no fandangling around here. No, nothing dangling from me. Just the uh, the AirPods in.
1: You get my point. Um <laughs> So yeah, like it's it's definitely a thing that that's that's adopting and sort of going into the future. And uh, it's just something that needs to be done.
0: Cool. Well, well, congratulations, Nintendo. We're there. We got the support. Yeah, fucking good on Bad them. Bad time you did it. Good, good on them. Fun. All right. So the next story is from <laughs> my Nintendo news. Damon X Machina producer confirms Damon Ox. Damon X Machina 2 is in development. Damon Ox. Damon Ox. So this Damon uh, Damon X Machina wasn't a, a game I played past the demo. Uh, that year was absolutely crazy. I think two, 2019 it came out. It was just nuts. Like so much stuff was coming out. You know, Luigi's Mansion 3. um, I can't remember anything else from there actually, but anyway, it was just like a nuts year. I remember we had the conversation, Bryce. We were just like, you know, we can't cover this. <laughs> we're not that interested in no. it anyway, and you know, our wallet is hurting
1: <laughs> this year. So there is there is way too much sort of coming out.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that there's been a demand enough for them to make a sequel though, yeah. because I never hear anybody talking about the game. Yeah, I'll read the I just read the articles for a bit more context. So the Damon X Machina second anniversary stream. Uh, happened earlier today, and during the event, the uh, the game's producer, Mr. Uh, Takuda, uh, c- uh, confirmed that he and the team are busy working on the sequel. However, uh, he did warn that fans did warn fans that while development team are extremely motivated, it could take some time before the sequel is released. Damon X Machina released exclusively on Nintendo Switch in two thousand and nineteen, and it's an action packed game. Um, apparently, online subscribers can. Uh, try the game on the um, online subscription trials if you want to try that. So anyway, basically like a soft announcement that it's going into development. But um, yeah, don't accept the play anytime soon. Bryce, will you try the sequel? And that's another thing too. That's that's the main thing I wanted to actually discuss. Will Nintendo publish it again? Cause the, I
1: don't think so. The
0: game softly went to Steam like not that long after launch. So I don't think that... I don't know if Nintendo will publish it again. I don't know if it really got any buzz. No one really talked about it. We didn't talk about it. Other shows or, I guess, Switch content creators didn't really talk about it. it sort of just went under the radar and just stayed with its, I guess, uh, niche fan base. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So this is a, another sort of interesting bit, but only if you live in Europe. So Nintendo Switch, it got a bit of a slight price reduction in Europe. It went from a hundred uh, sorry two hundred and eighty pounds to a uh, two hundred and sixty pounds so got a pretty good price drop a few pounds off apparently it's because of the the sort of the the price of the the euro over there and and the pounds um, so don't expect it in the states or Australia or anywhere else it's just it's just strange um, over there the switch OLED model will retail for three hundred and ten euros uh, so. It seems like a pretty big price difference yeah. over there. Yeah, it does. I mean, over here it's like a, it's a decent price difference. I think it's seventy bucks. But yeah, anyway, interesting to know if you're over there and you want to check it out. All right, so uh, this this one's cool. Um, someone actually asked me about it, so we'll see what my thoughts are on this but the lego is bringing back super mario 64 in a bricktastic way so lego announced that there's a brand new super mario 64 set they did a bit of a tease the other week where it is a big question block made out of lego and it opens up into little dioramas of notable this was
1: really dope
0: yeah little notable levels from super mario 64 so one being peach's castle the other one being bob on battlefield and what am i looking at over here what's this one she don't know what that one is
1: the name escapes me um i can't even see
0: i can't even recognize it to be honest it's the snow it's the snow one. oh it's the snow level um yeah i've got the name of it now <laughs> i did love the level though the one where you pick up the penguin and you chuck him off the edge i
1: keep thinking i, th- I keep thinking of the banjo kazooie the banjo kazooie snow level name and i can't i can't get it out of my head
0: same era yeah Anyway, so it's releasing October first, and you can get it for two hundred and eighty nine Australian dollars. Bros, so are you getting this Lego set? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not
1: either. I think I think it's really, really, really cool, and uh, I think um, like it's it would definitely be a cool product to own. But like all branded Lego products, they're all stupidly expensive. Um, and. It's not something that I can sort of keep around my kids. Yeah,
0: They'll eat it. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, yeah. Oh, well. So I'm keen to like watch YouTube videos and stuff on it, watch people build it. Yeah. But um, I think that the thing what would get me is just like a big replica of Peach's Castle, not just like a little one, like a part of the diorama on this, but actually like a full blown Peach's Castle full of detail one you can interact with and stuff. That's that's the one i would buy just to have like on display, just like this big Peaches Castle. <coughs> yeah. But as far as this one, because when I heard, because it leaked, I just heard rumours that there's like a Super Mario 64 set. I'm like, you're fucking kidding. <laughs> but just having a, each little bit so small, I'm like, ah, it doesn't quite pique my interest to buy it. But it looks awesome still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last week, Bryce, we talked about the Pokemon Evolutions episodes coming out on YouTube from the Pokemon Company and the first one released titled The Champion, all about the Gala region and its champion Leon. Did you get to watch this? I did. You did? Yeah. So it's just like uh, it is what we hoped it wouldn't be, I guess, just with, um, you know, it's only like a six-minute video. It's not a 20-minute full-length episode or a movie or anything like that. It's just very much a, a YouTube special. Uh, but it's it's one of those things, it's awesome to watch, it's over in a flash, and it's just such a tease for what could be as far as a, an actual Pokemon anime both, uh, based more closely to the games and the characters within them. It, it bugs me because they keep doing this, but and they see that there's an obvious
1: demand for it, but they don't capitalize on it. Yeah, I just keep making more of these because they're like, oh, that'll reel them in again. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but you know what would reel us in even more is if we actually had more of a connective experience here. Yeah, even if they even if they just did um fucking uh, adventures and started making adventures as a series, I think like even that is more closely tied to the games in its own respect, I think. Yeah, I would absolutely love
0: that, but it's not to be. We can't uh, think about it too much, but they're just—I guess—they are fun little videos to watch on your subscription feed on YouTube when you're on the toilet or something. But apart from that, uh, it's—you know—it's over pretty quickly. But just like the the animation and that looks so good, and just seeing uh, like in this episode in particular, you saw Leon's uh, Gigantamax Charizard, which looked awesome. I just, yeah, I was like, oh, I just want to watch natural battle, and the episode ends as the like, the champions battle is just starting. I'm like, come on, show me, show me the good stuff, Pokemon, show me the good stuff. But uh, also uh, in the Pokemon news, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, they get a pre order bonus at EB Games. I just bring this up for our Australian audience because it, actually, it is actually some pretty cool bonuses. So if you pre order the game, um, so either the if you pre order the game separately or the double pack, you get access to uh, a figure. You get a randomly chosen figure um, in the article here on Vux.net, It actually says that EB Games has been uh, told just to not pick, just give you random ones. So I guess you could trade if you get the wrong ones, but they're just really nice. I guess, uh, well, not really nice, just pretty cool figures of Pacquette and Diagula from the the uh, main box legendaries, which are cool. So I guess that's a nice little thing if you want to go and pre-order the game there, which I've I've actually pre ordered the double pack. So I hope I get one of each, add to my amiibo. But um, I actually got these I got the figures back here. I got figures for um, Alpha Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, and they're like they're really small and they weren't that good. So hopefully these are like a bit bigger, a bit more quality. And to be honest, they actually do look a little bit better. So that's cool. And uh, also for Australian listeners, I wanted to bring up EB Games again, and they're actually launching an online marketplace for retro games.
2: That's good.
0: So it seems um, it seems like it's just like a, like a Facebook marketplace type of thing. I don't know if they're actually going to be like buying and selling retro products. But just from here on uh, Vux.net, I'll read the article. So EB Games will soon launch a brand new website, an online marketplace for retro games, trading cards, and other pop culture items. Press Start reports Zing, Zing's marketplace will allow you to list whatever you want to sell, and they take their cut, and hopefully everyone is happy. The site isn't 100% ready yet, but it, but it is live. There doesn't seem to be any other listing so far. Um from like pokemon cards and stuff so yeah it seems interesting i'll i'm always on the lookout for like retro games and like especially ds and 3ds games that uh, those those are the platforms a lot like to collect for so hopefully we see like some more stuff like that in the australian sort of retro scene and i don't know how much this, this is going to take off necessarily but might be cool because like facebook marketplace just like locally now there's not a whole lot no there's a little bit but Yeah, it's not like and Facebook
1: Buy Swap and Sell is not the optimal place to try and sell anything, like unless you're maybe in a city where there's a lot more people. Sort of,
0: yeah, it's a little bit harder for like yeah rural rural Australia.
1: Rural is extremely difficult to try and sell anything locally. Mm.
0: Yeah, and uh, also talking about Pokemon again, Ashley. I just this is just a reminder for Pokemon Go Community Day, which is this weekend, and the featured Pokemon is Oshawott. What day? Uh, it's, it's Sunday. Sunday. Okay, maybe I should get out. Always a Sunday from, uh, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Maybe I should go out and play some Pokemon this. Sunday. Yeah, because I I love Asher so I've I've had this this <coughs> this community day especially in mind because I really want to go and get a heap of shiny ones, and it's also three times XP for <coughs> catching Pokemon as well. So you get a nice amount of XP from. That's a lot of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. Yeah. Well, in Oshawott's case, that's a lot of shells. I don't know. That's <laughs> a lot of shells. <laughs> All right. And uh, this, now let's move into a rumor, which is reported from Nintendo Life. So Insider says that Nintendo 64 is coming to uh, Switch Online believes it will introduce a higher price subscription tier. And I fucking it, hope so. And this is from sort of the speculation a week or so ago about Game Boy games coming to Switch Online you know, it's like, all right, I guess you're going to drag us along with this information, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Just, just give us friggin' games on your service, for goodness sakes. So let's get into it. So this is from Nintendo Life, and the article reads, A few weeks ago, a known insider, Nate Drake, revealed on his podcast how Game Boy and Game Boy Color games would supposedly be coming to Nintendo Switch Online service in the near future. Eurogamer added to this, noting how other retro platforms are also likely to show up. While no systems in particular were mentioned, the same insider now says one of these other platforms is the Nintendo 64. Here's exactly what he had to say on the latest episode of his podcast. Quote, Eurogamer went one step further, having noted an additional, additional platforms will also be added to Nintendo Switch Online in the future. And today I would like to add to that, yes, that inf- information is accurate. And one of the other platforms that will be coming to Nintendo Switch Online in the future is the revolutionary Nintendo 64. End quote. While the rest of the discussion about Nintendo 64 coming to Nintendo Switch Online for the most part is speculative, Nate seems to think Nintendo will use this generation of games to introduce a new Nintendo Switch price tier, uh, online price tier. In other words, you could expect to pay more to access these games. Roughly estimate to make memberships more around five to fifteen USD more per year. Quote. Uh, What I'm going to propose is that when Nintendo 64 games come to Nintendo Switch Online, it's going to come with a higher price tier. A premium version of Nintendo Switch Online, if you will. I don't think they'll try to double the price of it. It would come in at $30 a year. $35 would be the ceiling. Any more than that, I think Nintendo would be really pushing things, end quote. Uh, further speculation from Insider and his co-host, MVG, touches on the elephant in the room, being Rare's library of games, e.g. GoldenEye, etc. Uh, licensing that even the fact that Super Mario 64 was recently released as part of the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection. Uh, while the Insider is confident Nintendo 64 will appear on Nintendo Switch Online, he's not quite sure about the date of its arrival. Quote, I would give a very realistic probability that it happens in the current physical year, but that's a guess. I mean, a guess that's a guess, but you know, we will have to find out as we said. September is the month of reveals, the anniversary of the platform itself. So hopefully we'll have news about Nintendo Switch Online this month, but there is no rule that it has to come this month, end quote. So that's basically the story there, Bryce. Seems to be potentially inside information that, we're going to be having a, a bit of a steroid pump for Nintendo Switch Online with Game Boy games, Nintendo 64 games, and I hope that some other libraries from some other Nintendo systems will come at the same time because just just those systems alone, I'm like, you know what? We need to move past just... Ness and sness. It's getting to, a bit over it. We, we need to like actually be able to play some of your back catalogue. Yeah. And I really hate the idea that they're saving it just to go, oh, well i tell you what, we're not going to uh, give you access because we want to remaster it and charge us money. And I think that they should give us access to the classic version and make it worth the full price release if they want to do so.
1: Yeah, that's right. And especially since uh, my collection is dead now. like It's dead in the door. It's not exactly like, well, people can still go out and purchase the ones that are on the shelves, but they're not making them anymore. So it's kind of like eventually that world will dry up and those people won't have the opportunity. Um, the other the other thing that was really important in that uh, lot there was that they talked about Rare uh, and Rare's catalogue is obviously very important to the Nintendo 64. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was to the SNES too in some degree, uh, obviously. I don't think it'll be a problem. You reckon Xbox is like,
0: yeah, just take it <laughs> well
1: correct me if i'm wrong but aren't donkey kong country titles in the snes library
0: yeah they are but you know it's not like <clears throat> but that's a rare title yeah but donkey kong is not a series that went with rare when they will acquired by no it Microsoft. is not but it is still a rare title and it was a major
1: component in trying to get into and in, into in trying to get in uh donkey kong 64 back for the wii u but they still did it Yeah. I mean And they have a tighter relationship with Microsoft now more than ever, so I don't think they're gonna have a problem getting anything back. Yeah, I don't know about that, but No, we'll see shit. No, absolutely not. They won't have they won't have
0: any problem getting back. No way. I reckon they will. No. I reckon they will. I reckon No. No fucking way. (laughs) No fucking way. I reckon I reckon Banjo kazooie I reckon like I don't think they'll have a problem. I reckon that would be a pretty well shoe-in, because for Microsoft, like We've introduced Banjo-Kazooie as a playable character. People are like, oh, what is this? It's just a natural progression to then go and try his games. And, but at the same time, I would have assumed Microsoft would have made a game, <laughs> a Banjo-Kazooie game since Nuts and Bolts it's as been,
1: well. It's been demanded for. It's been like, like all the Banjo-Kazooie fans, they wanted a return to form for that series. But we know it's not going to happen through Microsoft. And even if it does, like it's not going to happen through their platform. They need people It'll to be It'll be a sea, sea of Thieves event. <laughs> It don't need to be. <laughs> Banjo It's just like, here's the thing is like, you know, when we're talking about rare titles on the platform on the Nintendo 64, okay, we're talking about like um, GoldenEye, we're talking about uh, Banjo Kazooie and its series, we're talking about Donkey Kong 64, we're talking about Conquer, uh, what else was there? Jet Force Gemini. Uh, what else was on the Nintendo 64 in the Rares catalog? I feel like there was something
0: else. I mean, there's a
1: lot. (laughs) They put out a fair bit. Yeah, but like as in for like notable titles that are actually going to be good for pushing the service. Like there's, you know, a a decent handful, right? Um, But like, you know, obviously Donkey Kong, I don't think they'll have a problem with. It won't be too much of a problem to get that back. I mean, they've got Donkey Kong. That's not an issue. It's it, yes, but it's a rare title, and that was the issue that that was plaguing trying to get it back for Virtual Console in the first place. They actually had to talk it out because a lot of a lot of properties that were made for Donkey Kong sixty four were rare properties, not Nintendo properties. And that's why it was all such right, a- All right, It was. It's why it was a huge
0: deal. You reckon Microsoft's going to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to publish Donkey f- Kong Country <laughs> <laughs> on it, Xbox. It's why they fucking
1: couldn't- No, well, it's why they fucking couldn't get Donkey Kong 64 back for Virtual Console or whatever for such a long fucking time or even the Country titles. All right, all right, yeah, go on. It, I'm a fucking rare buff here, man. Like, I understand- <laughs> Jesus. Um- they actually did have like a problem problems for a long time getting them back there right but at the same time like what other option do you have going forward they put out um, you know obviously Donkey, it, it was in a limbo for Donkey Kong there was no question about that because Nintendo owns Donkey, Donkey Kong Rare owns fucking every all those games that they made fucking iffy sort of fucking situation <laughs> get that fucking old lady in here to swallow that fly <laughs> it's fucking a massive fly it's a fucking massive <laughs> it's a tack on brass i just hit it so hopefully it stays <laughs> down um and <clears throat> so it was in it was in limbo there, legality limbo there was not it was really fucking difficult to sort that out but obviously it was basically like one has to give up and eventually microsoft are like oh yeah whatever we're not going to be able to use him anyway so it's not f- whatever uh so then that, that pushed on whatever um but uh like in terms of like Banjo kazooie and stuff like that, they've obviously got Banjo and Smash Bros now. I honestly don't think it'll be that much of a problem. They've got uh Cuphead DLC for Smash brothers sort of sitting in there and stuff like that, like Microsoft properties that were, you know, prevalent back then. Don't think it'll be a problem. They put it in there, it's more marketing for Microsoft, whatever. Um, Conquer, I'm not too sure about. Conquer will be a bit of a Bit of an issue. They actually just put it uh, out live and reloaded as a free game the other month. I've still got a physical copy of that game. I went and bought oh, a cool. physical copy of yeah. that game. Uh, just because I was like, ooh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a physical copy of that game. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not sure that that will ever, that will ever escape its hole. I think that will always sort of stay in a ditch. Conquer's kind of just, is it the end of the 64's life anyway it was kind of just like there for almost controversy's sake for what it was
0: worth yeah because like I guess with like Nintendo 64 they've got like their like must play titles the one everyone talks about yep that it'd be interesting like you know with the other systems that they have on Switch Online where it's like hey here's this random game a lot of people haven't heard about okay will they do that with 64 where it's just like you know because the bad games on the 64 stand out a lot more just because of them being in 3D at the time. Yeah. So we would get like just awful 3D games just put out. It's like, just put Ocarina of Time out for goodness sakes. Just give us that. Yeah, but we right. just get, I don't know, big old Burt's flipping Bungaroo. Get Glover. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, man, just
1: stuff like that. Fucking Glover. <laughs> um, the, the other primary cause for concern, I think, is probably GoldenEye. Everybody's going to friggin' want GoldenEye on there, but that's its own legality limbo because it's a James Bond property. So, they've got to actually, like... Yeah, that's that's a very tricky one. That's a very tricky one, and I don't think they'd ever pull that back. But, like, that being said, like, I know that Rare was very important to the library, but there were plenty of games that weren't Rare that were just as good for that library. Yeah, I mean... Like, even... I would fucking love to see them. Like, this is a game that, like, hardly anybody I know has ever played, but Mischief Makers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Such a good game. It's a brilliant game. Um, and I really do just want them to sort of have like a a way to play that game. Just so I could be like, go play Mischief Makers. It's fun. It's a game about grabbing and throwing and shaking things. It's great. Yeah. Even just like simple stuff like Demolition Derby and that as well. I'd love to see that come back. Monster Truck Madness. Damn. Like, damn. Wave Race. Wave Race. Yeah.
0: And uh, with... Uh- the other games, how you can play sort of co-op and pass the controller online and do two-player. It's so like imagine being able to do online Mario Kart 64 battle mode as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. lot of like I'd appreciate that. Neat little things
1: like that. <laughs> Pokemon Stadium and playing mini mini games online would be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like there's just like a whole lot of there's a whole lot of good things on the Nintendo 64. Like I understand, and like it was it was definitely a loser that generation. In comparison to what it had to compete with, PlayStation One, but uh yeah, it, it got smashed by the Sega CD. <laughs> no, well, no. There's a there's a lot of good games there, and like it isn't. It Rare did make up a good portion of its of a, of its base, but not not the most portion. I feel like Nintendo sixty four is one of those things where not everybody played a game that you'd played.
2: Mm.
1: And I think that's what get uh, there was a, that was actually a quote. I can't remember from who it was, but it was like a content creator whereas like, you know, most people on the PlayStation had games that they could all relate to each other. So like Siphon Filter or, you know, Final Fantasy 7 or Gran Turismo or like what have you. But Nintendo 64, like you did have those like s- like interstellar titles like Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, whatever. But then you also had weird stuff like Tetrisphere, Cruise in USA, which we talked about earlier, Mischief Makers. It was like a lot of oddities in there that not everybody played. So yeah. it was sort of like, yeah, it'd
0: be interesting. Yeah, There's definitely a lot of like hidden gems in there, which uh, a lot of people don't talk about. And, oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. But are yeah. hard to get because there weren't many produced because it's only on cartridge and stuff like that. So That's right, yeah. yeah. I would appreciate that and I know that like Game Boy games as well. I'd love to see that. But as far as like Game Boy games go, I'd love to see them go one step further. Game Boy Advance, that, that would be the system that I'd be pretty excited to actually be able to play on Switch as well. Yeah. And obviously like GameCube games as well. That'd be great.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how lucky we're going to be to get no. GameCube games on there because I'll find a way to squeeze their money out of that. But
0: well, That's the thing. If they do add even one of these platforms... It'll be like they'll save another one for next year for the next like hype cycle, which which I talked about last week. It's just exhausting. Just just make your service good. Give us uh, the game so we can stay keep interacting with your platform and Yeah, that's right. Let us move on. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. Alright, bross. That brings us to the end of the news. How do you feel about that, Bros? That was news. That was <laughs> <laughs> that was news <laughs> that was news it was news to you news to me mm-hmm. news to the person listening oh my god yeah. you're right. so right let's, uh, let's move into the Hasamaru Red Coin recommendations of the week and head on off alright cool sounds good <laughs> right, so the first one is WarioWare Get It Together we talked a lot about this but it's now on Nintendo eShop 70 bucks Australian enjoy your life Please enjoy your life. You've only got one. You've got to make the most of it. I know Bryce here. He makes the most of his life. He's got a good family. Two kids. A dog. How many cats you got now, Bryce? Three. Three <laughs> fucking cats. God, he's making the most of his life. And he talked about WarioWare on the show. So, mm. fantastic. Next one is Sonic Colors Ultimate. Yep. They fixed, some, uh, they fixed the bugs. <coughs> some bugs in it. Some. Some. So keep an eye on that. Out of that, you, you know what Sonic Colors is all about. Sixty bucks. We talked about it last week. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, an indie game I picked up, which I hadn't seen anything about before, but it's for twelve bucks, and it's Apple Night. And Apple Night is an epic action platformer, and it reads. Apple Knight is a beautiful action platformer RPG for all ages. Explore vast levels filled with secrets, quests and loot. Defeat tough bosses, fight wizards, knights and monsters or use traps to take them out from a safe distance. So that, that's all they have to about it and to be honest, uh, it leaves it a lot of questions. Is it a platformer? Is it a roguelike? Uh, you know, there's lots of things. Is it just a, a Zelda-like game on a 2D plane? I don't know. But you fight bosses and wizards and monsters. So that's what you need to know. If you want to go and check that out, it's twelve bucks. So it's I don't know, half an hour at work at work, I guess. If you get twenty four dollars an hour. Or maybe you get thirty dollars an hour, and it's even less than that. Like, you know, it's just uh you make money buying this game. You get Whoa. sixty coins as well for your online eShop account, which you can which works out to be about, I don't know, six cents. That's a lot of coins. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so much coins. So, yeah, that's the online update this week. So, bros, brings us to the end of the show. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Bros. No worries, man. No <laughs> worries. Like, yeah, no, no, he's he's just checking
1: just... your phone. Oh, fuck, Drew. He's boring as shit. Oh, I was just checking the time, man. Yeah, yeah. What's the time, Bros? It's 10 past 10. 10 past 10. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They actually actually making a pretty good time tonight.
0: Yeah, thank God for that. It's good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, we don't have to go and see Reggie this week, so that saves us a bit of time. Yeah. It's always, it always takes so much time seeing that bastard. Oh. All he does is want to talk our ear off. And I'm just fucking sick of it. <laughs> it was good company while you were gone, obviously. Yeah. yeah, well, he had a good chat with you, and I was like, fucking bit jealous talking to my bros. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no one talks to bros. Wow. I'm like that uh, overbearing girlfriend, like no one talks to my boyfriend. Oh, boy. are you trying to have sex with bros huh you're trying to, you're trying to oh <laughs> wow okay Jesus I love you, bros you know that oh thanks man anyway guys thank you very much for listening to episode 206 of the House of Murray if you enjoy the show you can leave it an Apple podcast review you can join our discord there is an invite in the show notes and you can just you know download the show just in, enjoy it you know please for goodness sakes for goodness sakes just do it ugh Anyway, it's late. I've fallen off my wagon a little bit. I'm going to go and have some tea, have a drink. You're trying to cross the border, right? You're falling off the wagon. You're a bulger. Yep. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. And the doors to the house of Mario are closed. Uh, We'll catch you later. My
1: toe. She hurt my tongue. <laughs> Shut the door. Ouch. You just listened to The House of Mario, a South Australian Nintendo podcast. Be sure to follow the boys on Twitter, leave an Apple Podcasts review, and join the Discord server to be a part of the community. A big thank you to these legends who support the show on Patreon at the producer level, Alex Harding sam hay and dj if you would also like your name in the credits head over to patreon.com and choose the tier that works for you until next time we hope your day is 120 power star rated